Hello, I'm Srinivas Anakindi, and welcome to Second Opinion, where we break down the latest trends in pharma and healthcare. Where is the greatest hotbed of innovation within the pharmaceutical industry? At first glance, the answer to that question seems obvious. Drug discovery, clinical trials, the furnaces of innovation without which the remainder of our industry would surely collapse. And yet, our approaches to the delivery of clinical trials have struggled to adapt to the needs of modern times, struggling in areas of patient recruitment, retention, and even diversity. These challenges are of no insignificant threat to our ability to rapidly develop, test, and launch efficacious medicines to the populations that need them. An important question must therefore be asked, what is the key to delivering effective and lasting change in clinical trials? In this edition of Second Opinion, we will delve into the challenges faced by those seeking to bring transformation in the clinical trial space, explore why the importance of change in clinical trial approaches has soared recently, ultimately unlocking the key to delivering effective and lasting change. As always, any articles or papers we reference will be linked in the email and website versions of Second Opinion, so do have a look. For years now, there has been a rise in the search for solutions that address key barriers to clinical trial effectiveness. Issues with recruitment of broad patient groups and retention of patients through long trials have put both cost and speed pressures on trial delivery. Meanwhile, limited diversity of trial groups has in turn impacted the efficacy of drugs in minority patient populations and raised concerns about the equity of the clinical trial process. Being able to deliver faster, cheaper trials that are relevant to a greater proportion of patients is of value to pharma and patients alike, which makes this an important evolution that we must undertake. Across the sector, intensive analysis and study continues to inform a search for root cause barriers to innovation in clinical trials, and overcoming these is no small feat. We have identified three important cultural challenges, which may act as barriers to change, that we feel need greater attention from changemakers. Firstly, the strict regulatory environment is a significant contributor to more conservative mindsets. It can be difficult to embark on significant change at the best of times, especially when the success-fail decision is down to an external entity. Secondly, we have noticed in our experience a hesitation by clinical teams and the governance structures which manage them to break what isn't broken. The clinical trial process, though slow and costly at times, has proved to be a regular and reliable driver of innovation and value, and no one wants to be the one to kill the goose which has laid a thousand golden eggs. Finally, as a combination of the previous two, we have observed what I like to refer to as the moving scenery effect. The nature of R&D is that change is omnipresent, from the molecular entities being tested to the diseases being treated. As a result, the idea of leveraging further change upon the same process is unappealing to key decision makers, as it offers greater risk upon what has already been successfully managed. Despite all of this, we have all lived to see a period of extreme change within the field of clinical trials. During the COVID-19 pandemic, trial providers rapidly evolved and updated their processes to be able to deliver remote and decentralized trials. Was it easy? No, and we were actually involved on the ground in establishing new processes for companies seeking to manage this new reality. That said, did it happen, and did it happen quickly? Absolutely. 
So acknowledging these challenges and yet identifying scenarios in which companies have been able to successfully manage them, what are the drivers of success? Or to put it another way, what happened during COVID that was so unique? Well, there was a greater value opportunity due to the high level of need from patients and physicians. There was funding in alignment with governments to provide support and a reduced reliance on the old normal for solutions to new challenges. Suddenly, companies had to find new ways to address the truly unexpected. So if we're capable and there is a chance to offer greater value, how can we pursue this opportunity with open arms? Based on our assessment of the principal challenges standing in the way of effective delivery of clinical trial transformation and our experience in iterating change at that level, we have produced a summary of the primary keys to unlock your transformation efforts. First, clear communication of the value of change. Immediately pivoting to begin positioning change as a matter of why rather than what is incredibly important. In a part of the value chain where there is so much going on and people have so many balls to keep in the air, being able to reduce a complicated transformation down to what will be different and how will you benefit can be of a huge value. Being sure to link all change communication back to that original benefit statement will build further consistency and help grease the wheels of that change. When helping companies with this before, we've developed something called the Change Impact Analysis Tool, a simple but effective asset to essentially keep a bird's eye perspective of the changes being made and inform their positioning with different stakeholder groups. Following communication of change, the next step is to move past the old era of step changes and instead embrace wave-based iteration. Before, we always talked about step changes, big, weighty programs that delivered brand new ways of working and, optimistically, big improvements in performance as a result. Our experience, however, is that approach can be cumbersome, inflexible, and not suitable for fast-paced and complex environments such as the ones found in R&D. Iterating smaller changes in successive waves instead allows for a cheaper change that can be tested and improved with feedback to reduce resistance from employees and users. Now, to make sure iterations are effectively assessed, make sure you organize them around measurable outcomes. Combining operational metrics with employee feedback is crucial to demonstrating success and preserving momentum. Finally, building the right capabilities to facilitate the embedding of change. Change is meaningless if it isn't tactile and long-lasting. The most dangerous mistake an organization can make is not building the right operational and human capabilities to be able to take advantage of a specific transformation. Preempting the capabilities required through an analysis of short and medium-term needs is vital to begin closing gaps before and in lockstep with transformations rather than after, which will impact belief. Similarly, understand what motivates and empowers your people to begin building the right behaviors in affected teams, relying on behaviors over SOPs to facilitate sustainable change. Having looked at the barriers to change and some potential paths to overcome them, we move then to the what. What changes are we opening the door for? What transformations are on our threshold that we should get excited about? There's two main trends we wanted to cover, which are both very exciting and important developments in the clinical trial space. The first of these is digitalization. Looking back at the threats facing the clinical trial space of cost, 
patient numbers, and patient accessibility, one of the biggest opportunities to bring trials into the next generation hinges on decentralization. The reasons this has taken time to become a mainstream school of thought are understandable. Clinical trials are built on the holy principle of being delivered in controlled environments to guarantee reliable results. Previously, any attempt at taking trials out of the clinic and into homes would risk ruining that reliability. Recent innovations in the ability to remotely measure and monitor key health data, however, offer a chance to use digital innovation to run trials remotely. During COVID, this concept was rapidly experimented with, successfully for many, and exposed the potential for this transformation to be more widely adopted by the industry. We've written about this at length before, but the headlines are simple. Being able to pivot to effective and reliable, digitally delivered trials allows for them to be run much cheaper and be more accessible, therefore increasing the attractiveness for the recruitment and the retention of patients. The second transformation to focus on is around diversity and understanding experiences. What determines the success of a clinical trial? We've covered the reliability of data, but what about its relevance? Recent exposure regarding the, at times glaring, imbalances in the diversity of trial populations has been tied to subsequent failings in healthcare's ability to treat patients from minority backgrounds. Solving this is therefore an incredibly important component of ensuring greater quality treatment for patients of all backgrounds, whether that's looking at gender, race, or even socioeconomic history. Structural change is required to address issues in the diversity of patient populations. Often the reason for these imbalances isn't down to objective malice or forethought, but rather more invisible issues in recruitment, retention, and even trial design processes. By considering experience first, especially from a range of diverse perspectives, you are also able to identify gaps and challenges that predominantly impact specific groups of patients, but not others. In doing so, you begin the transformation towards more representative and efficacious trials that meet the needs of all patients, not just a select majority. If you want to read more about gender imbalances in clinical trials and in healthcare overall, do have a read of our second opinion issue focused on women's health. It's an issue within our industry that is monumentally important to cover and yet is drastically underreported. When all is said and done, change is necessary in the clinical trial space to make room for a host of transformations that will reduce cost for organizations, improve experience for patients, and altogether supercharge a far greater level of innovation within the life sciences industry, resulting in greater outcomes for patients, physicians, and pharma. Thank you for listening. I've been Srinivas Anakindi with Penn's Second Opinion. Have a good day.